just lean into the season that you're in and take the steps that you know how to take in who you are right now and see where it leads you. Start operating out of a place of gratitude. Start operating out of a place of faith and belief in yourself to accomplish the things that you know you can with the gifts that you are provided. And that can take you so far. And that's where you dream. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast space. Happy Wednesday. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, we're back for our midweek motivation. I Like I said in the last episode, if you listen to it, I just got married. And so I took a bit of a hiatus, but it was a needed hiatus just to be in the moment and it felt really good. Still riding the high from a wedding. So I can confirm that, you know, the post wedding people say that like you're actually, you can be like sad after a wedding, but I'm just like riding this high. I met with a really good friend yesterday and she brought me some flowers and it was just really sweet. I'm so grateful to have just amazing people in my life and a good husband. It feels weird, but good (laughs) to like say that. Um, Just riding the wave of happiness. And I'm excited to sit here today and chat with you guys on this Wednesday, if you're listening to this a day it comes out, but if you're not happy, whatever, insert the day or morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, if you're on a walk or if you're on your way to work, I am right here with you guys to just have some girl chat. So how are you? If nobody has asked and actually, how are you? Please let me know. Come follow me over on social media at the girl who can podcast or at Arissa Lujano. As always, I want to know who you are, where you're coming from, what you listened to, what you enjoyed. So I am here to walk every single step of the way with you. Also, um, if you have any feedback for the show, there's also an email in the show notes. You can scroll down and check that out. I read every single thing. So I want to know what you guys want out of the show. I have been dreaming and just envisioning and planning a lot of fun things for this podcast, but I want to tailor it to what you guys want always. So please let me know what those things are. I want to collaborate with you, all my girls who can out there. Um, But it's a time of the year where mornings are darker. We're kind of heading into that fall season, which I love fall just because I'm in Texas. So 
it drops below 90s and it feels good, which is crazy to say that 90 feels good. But that's just Texas. But the mornings are getting darker and it's really messing with my morning walks. If you are returning listener, you know I'm a big fan of the morning routine situation. That is a space that I protect. And that includes my morning walks, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if I'm lucky, 30 minutes plus. But because it's dark in the morning, it just makes me want to stay in bed a little bit longer than normal because my body thinks it's just not time to get up. So I just want to know if anybody else is struggling with that. I know we're approaching daylight savings here in the US, but I have actually really been enjoying some sort of morning workout outside of my morning walk. And when I say morning workout, I'm talking like getting up at five, six in the morning. Okay, five was a stretch. Let's just say six in the morning. Uh, And I'm like, who am I? But it's just been really hard to do because the dang light, the sun does not want to come out. But I am curious as to why I am enjoying this 6am workout because I went through a season in my life about two years ago where I was super gung-ho about being in the gym at like five in the morning, lifting heavy weights, having a really rigid routine, coming home, meditating, cold shower, like it was a situation and that was not sustainable whatsoever. I was just told that like, hey, if you want to be successful, these are the things you got to do in the morning and follow this rigid routine. But I realized that wasn't for me. It just, it didn't feel good after a while. And I transitioned to really liking a slower morning routine. So my morning walk that I've been doing, um, some quiet time in my Bible or in a prayer But recently, the 6 a.m. workout is starting to feel good again, and it's weird, but I'm just leaning into the change and leaning into what this new season is bringing me and staying flexible to things looking different. And really, that's actually what I wanted to talk about today. Not morning routines. I think I talk about that enough on the show, but more so staying flexible to things changing and leaning into things being either uncomfortable or different than what you expected. Essentially, yeah, letting go of the expectations, letting go of the pressure, the perfection, the plan, and this narrative that you have. And I say this not in a sense that I have overcome this, but in a sense of like, this is what I'm learning and I want to share with you and that we all constantly have to remind ourselves to let go and stay self-aware of like where are these expectations coming from, but re- also realizing like how much pressure you actually might be putting on yourself to be perfect or match up to this plan that you have And maybe it's not even that you have, it's that your parents have or your partner has or your friend has that you're wanting to fit into. And while I do think direction is definitely needed and necessary in certain situations, but take note that like I just said in certain situations, so that doesn't mean it always is necessary. Like I said, direction can be helpful but it also can be hurtful and can keep you confined to live in this box that prevents you from experiencing the miracles or 
prevent you from being in the moment and being where your feet are and essentially robbing you of maybe your creativity to dream too. And honestly, I always thought that direction kept me creative because I had like something to look forward to or something to be inspired from. Um, And I'm not saying direction can't do that, but again, leaning into the fact that it might not always be that way and leaning into the fact that it can be a different narrative or have a different outcome if I let it. And I just am open to experiencing a little bit of the unknown, but I am the type of person that likes to know what is coming next. Tell me what my life is going to look like in a year from now. Tell me the outcome. Tell me what age I'm going to be when I achieve X, you know, like that's just where my mind goes. And I'm pretty sure there are some other people listening to this that can agree with me or feel the same way, but I will for sure naturally try and control as much as I can to get this perceived outcome that I have in my brain for myself. But I've gotten a lot better at this. I'm not saying this is how I always am, but this is how I naturally am. And it got to the point where um, I was trying to control so much of my situation and outcome that I was viewing things always as, oh, I need to take this step right now. I need to work. I need things became a job. Things became a process, a system. And again, just very kind of like narrow minded focus. Um, And while I do think it takes skills to think in that way, to think of, think of it in like an organized, organized way, in a systems way, orderly, I have realized that there is so much beauty in not knowing. And that was really scary to recognize and accept because it's not how I naturally think of things. It's not naturally where my mind wants to process it and and go. But when I take a step back and I actually think about, okay, I don't know what's going to come in this next season. I don't know where this podcast is taking me. I don't know what my job's going to look like in five years. You know, fill in the blank for yourself. But there's a bit of beauty in being in the present moment and not knowing because it actually invites in more room for creativity. I'm not saying like, oh, don't have a direction and sit there and like twiddle your thumbs until something happens. Like, no, just lean into the season that you're in and take the steps that you know how to take in who you are right now and see where it leads you. Start operating out of a place of gratitude. Start operating out of a place of faith and belief in yourself to accomplish the things that you know you can with the gifts that you are provided. And that can take you so far. And that's where you dream. That's where you expand. That's where you grow. And then you end up showing up to another season of life and you're like, wow, I I made it or I'm here or not even like I made it. It's more so you've evolved into a person that you're proud of. Um, because as I mentioned, I used to think of the things in a way of like a process or system steps to take. Um, I started to realize that that just kept me in a box and my creativity or certain things really never saw the light 
because I always felt like, oh, it's not the right time. It's not the right time to share. It's not the right time to do X. Um, And really all of this started because we were going through or where I got like this idea for this podcast as I was reflecting on certain things. Um, We were going through this big change at work and we were like changing a process across the entire team. And it was really overwhelming at the time when my boss was telling me about this change. And I asked her like, okay, what's the timeline? Like, how do we share this with our team? How do we roll it out? What do you need for me to put in place in order for this to be ready to share with everybody? And her response was, let's just lean into it. That's literally all she said. And when she said that, it automatically removed all the pressure I had built up in my head before I had even started. Like this started from just a conversation that we were having on the on a Zoom and there was this new process that she wanted to roll out, like a big change though, that changed kind of like the trajectory of where we were taking things. Um, and I was getting super overwhelmed. Like I needed to see the outcome. I needed to see what what was going to happen or what needed to happen in order for us to start. And when we just lean into things, like that's such a simple concept. When we just lean into it, it removes so much pressure to be perfect because that was not the answer I was expecting. I was expecting my workload about to skyrocket. Um, But really, you know, leaning into things allows us to trust trust that we can do what we know how to do which in that moment for me was i know how to work hard i know how to learn i know how to stay flexible and because of that we can slowly change things doesn't mean it's going to be perfect because if we wait for things to be perfect we're never going to start We're going to get lost in this rabbit hole of consistently changing things because we're doubtful. Um, But you have to start. You have to take that first step. You have to take the first fall in order to continue and keep going and leaning into it. And I have taken that moment from that Zoom call and applied it to so many other aspects of my life because I've always thought, like I said, things needed to be perfect before I started. It needed to be, I needed to be put together before I told somebody I'm doing something so that I seem more believable. Felt like I needed to have a vision in order to begin creating or building something. But really, it can start with an idea. And then you lean into that idea. And with leaning into just an idea, that allows you to collaborate with other people. Because if we don't lean into it, you're stuck in solitude and there is so much power in community. There is so much power in people who have gifts that maybe you aren't the strongest in that can provide you insight and feedback and actually propel you closer to that outcome that you're trying to achieve. So starting with the idea, leaning into the idea, maybe allows you to collaborate. And from there, ignites more ideas to then dream about it and have creativity and imagine things. And this comes from baby steps, one step at a time, leaning into it. I'm not saying like dive into the deep end. I'm not saying two feet forward and just go 
blindfolded. I'm just saying lean into it where it becomes a little bit more um, approachable, where you're taking one action at a time and that develops confidence for you to take risks and be more open to hopefully feedback on what you're working towards as well. And just a little bit more on that whole being community thing, because if you are waiting for your life or you to be quote perfect before you start in anything, um, that can lead to, again, a little bit narrow mindedness when you're approaching something because we, I'm not saying your ideas are invalid or my ideas are invalid or you don't have, one person can't create something big. That's not what I'm saying at all. But when you think about the most successful people, they have a team. There are multiple minds together that help brought, that help brought it, bring it to that place. And why put yourself in a position to create or try something on your own that maybe needs to be adjusted in a few months because you you tried to figure it out on your own. Also, when you try to figure something out on your own, you're probably spending a lot more time than you need to versus collaborating and having somebody with either more experience, more insight, valuable feedback that can propel you again closer to that outcome because they have experience. experience. And that comes from putting your pride down. I think a lot of us might wait for things to be perfect or we want to do things on our own because we have a lot of pride. We know that we are you you feel like you don't need to ask for help because you have experience, you have credentials, you have whatever fill in the blank or you're a certain age, but that really means nothing. Like who said, right? Like evaluate where those narratives might be coming from. And something I've consistently told myself as a reminder is I don't need to know the plan, but I need to stay close to the one who does know the plan. And for me, that is God knowing Jesus is on my side because that really helps me lean into the unknown because ultimately at the end of the day, that is faith. And that allows me to know that I can work towards something that yes, I want and hopefully um, wanting to achieve and having, but partnering with God to give me God downloads and visions to get there. Because again, if I am so focused on myself, then I can be like, our flesh is so easily influenced by social media, people of the world, like things that make us feel good. And sometimes when we are leaning into something, it can be very uncomfortable. It can be create fear. It can, it can, it wants to hold us back. Um, we don't want to take that one step forward. So knowing that like you have the faith and strength in, for me, God, that allows me to know that I can do these things. I can put that one foot forward because I have Jesus on my side helps me remember that I just got to stay close to that person who knows the plan Um, because my future is already written and it is planned and I just need to trust that everything of where my feet are right now are getting me towards a place that um, is meant for me and having trust in that story. And I think a big theme that this is all circling back to is just staying present. And I know you might hear that and be like rolling your eyes of like, okay, this is so basic. 
we know to stay present, stay grateful, be in the present moment. But we so often forget that part. Like even you listening to this podcast, okay? Like this moment, you are not going to get back. When you turn off this podcast and you go home or you're going home to your partner or your friends or you're doing something later with somebody, you are not going to get that moment back. And I know that you might hear that and it sounds like a lot of pressure, but it's just a really good humbling reminder to be where your feet are. We forget that so often. Stay rooted with where you are because we're so focused on like, what's the outcome? What's the goal? What's my life going to look like in a month? I'm trying to do X, Y, Z, and things aren't working for me. You can work towards those things, but don't forget to stay grateful for what you have right now. And that comes from staying present and rooted with who you are, where you're at, and where your feet are, and who you're with too. So audit those things. And ultimately, that also helps you remember what matters most, what your priorities are right now. Maybe certain things need to shift. If that's the case, then you can begin operating and acting out of the sense of leaning into what is shifting and being reminded that you are worthy of that future outcome. And that comes from a place of presence and gratitude at the end of the day. I know you might roll your eyes and be like, this is such basic information of presence and gratitude, but why do you think they are such big topics as well? Why do you think I continue to mention this multiple times? Because it's important and I want to drill it into your guys' brains that we are all here to be the girls who can, but these are foundational pieces that we need to be reminded of. And I have been on a hiatus for September, so I'm here to remind you that these are foundational points that if you're a returning listener and have been listening to me weekly, I didn't forget about these things. So I don't want you to forget about them either. I'm here to hold you accountable. I really am on your side and in your corner. So please, again, let me know who you are, where you're coming from, where you're listening from, and how you found this podcast because I want to get to know you. We are a community. You are not meant to walk this life alone. So connect with me over on social media. The handles are in the show notes. A bit of a short, sweet episode, but I am excited that you made it to the end. I'm very proud of you. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave a review, whatever platform you're listening on. But for some reason, Apple Podcasts really helps boost the growth of the show. So purple icon, if you have an iPhone, open it up, search the girl who can, click on my face, scroll down, takes less than 30 seconds to write something that you learned or feedback. I read them all personally, and I look forward to seeing all that, especially if this episode helped you out or sharing it on your stories and tagging at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Arisa Lujano. I love, love, love seeing those. But I appreciate you. As always, we will chat next Wednesday. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Bye, everybody.